0: All right, right man. Uh, yeah, let's do this. We're gonna do a uh, big game podcast episode 2.5 um, <laughs> after our little audio uh, issues that we ran into um, a couple weeks ago. So hopefully we have this all figured out. I mean, I don't know what happened there. It was um, it was pretty pretty wild.
1: I was not happy. Um, it was gold. I mean, out. I gotta say, you know what? I, that whole last that last episode, I think, was gold. Um, it's really uh, you know a shame that people aren't gonna listen to it, but. You know, tune in because I think you know we can build on that and make it even better this time around. Uh, and so much well, has happened since last time, so <laughs> definitely. I mean, we'll definitely
0: learn from our mistakes. I think uh, this time, but I'm telling you, I was really, I was really bummed. Um, yes, with how you know, with with not being able to get the audio because I said that I felt like we had some really good content last time, and obviously we're not going to be able to recreate it um we'll you know go fresh here and start over but man i'm telling you my disappointment level was through the roof
1: dude same um y- you know for multiple reasons and also just because it's, it's so it, i mean it's tough to get together man look at here it's it's 8 30 p.m 9 30 you're about to head out you know on vacation tomorrow i mean we're scraping this in at the last minute um you know it's not always easy to get these uh these windows to get it in and so Uh, You know, when you chop it up for an hour and, uh, you know, it doesn't go our way, it's a little disappointing, but uh, all good, man. You know, we live and we learn and, uh, you know, now we have to do something to talk about.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, like you mentioned, uh, you know, I, you know, I felt bad for, you know, the few people that that do listen to us. I don't know if they're really,
1: (laughs) you know, depending
0: on us and our content, Um, but I do, you know, want to make sure that we get it out there for them so they can hear it, you know?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um yeah no so hey man let's get into it right um yeah exactly well first
0: first things first let's let's plug the pages because i know we didn't oh, do this right. on the yes.
1: first episode so
0: let's make sure that sorry everybody bear with us everyone still uh, still yeah like program, so everybody <laughs> that's listening we want to be able to you know for you guys to interact with the, you know our show and be able to send us questions you know tell us what you think if you hate us that's fine too um but I do want to, you know, say that the uh, the, the Twitter page is at the big game pod. Um, I did create the Gmail account is the big game pod at gmail.com. And I did create the Instagram account too. So you can find us there at the underscore big underscore game underscore podcast. Um, and actually, the, the Instagram page lately, man we've actually had some uh you know i think i just created it what a couple weeks ago and you know we've been getting some uh set, steady stream of followers i think you know we're up that's to 50, we had like 50. Means, yeah it's like, all we're right. at 50 already so that's pretty cool um, all right all it right it does seem like it's yeah it's a lot of i do i did notice that it's a lot of hunting guys so this might be right up your alley man
1: <laughs> so there we go all right perfect well you know think it's it has a good to do to do what with the the, name. the hunting people <laughs> yeah
0: exactly so i mean you might find a little bit of a common ground here um and again, I just, you know, we want to thank everybody for, you know, listening to uh, the first episode. I think we topped, at, topped out at about 31 listens. Um, you know, most of it friends and family, which we obviously appreciate. So that's great.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, it's, it's fun, man. And, you know, and I, like I, I think even when we first started it, right, it was, uh, you know, ho- hopefully people tune in, they get something out of it. And uh, worst case scenario, it's a good opportunity for us to get together and uh, and rap a little bit uh you, you know because we don't often get to do that as much as we'd like to so this is a it's a good combo <laughs> exactly exactly i agree 100 percent uh
0: so let's jump in some of the big news yeah. that, uh we've we've that's been going on free agency's in full effect right um big free agent signing for the bears let's start there how are you oh, feeling fire. about the red rifle coming to chicago
1: Thrilled. Just thrilled. Uh, You know, I mean, it's just kind of a Bears move right now. It just seems like nothing's really going that direction. Um, You know, uh, when you look at some of the recent stats, I mean, why not just try to work it out with Mitch? You know, uh, give it another shot. I mean, you know, but hey, let's, let's see what happens. Maybe they got something else. In the works, but you know, it doesn't seem like Russell's an option anymore. Deshaun's got some legal issues going on now. Um so yeah, it just could be Andy Dalton and then um uh, I think it's uh, Trey Lance seems to be a name that I hear quite a bit of. I think that's uh oh, that's, out of what that's interesting. Yeah, out of what North North Dakota, one of uh, South Dakota, North Dakota, one of the Dakota, yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, uh, you that's know. interesting.
0: I I know that, you know, Andy Dalton is kind of a, you know, kind of a guy where he's just a guy, like he's not going to win you a ton of games. Um, You know, obviously Bears fans were hoping for Russ or, you know, at this point, you don't know what's going on with Deshaun Watson, but I did hear that uh, Russ might not be out of the question. Um, I know the Bears made a strong push for him, Um, but I don't know if he's he's necessarily done yet. I mean, just because they say they're not trading him now, who knows what Seattle's going to do later.
1: Yeah, I, I've heard the same thing, right? Maybe as you get closer to draft time, maybe there's something that, uh, you know, pops. So we'll see. Um, it's just, you know, it's just a Bears move, man. a guy made $3 million last year in Dallas, and now all of a sudden he's getting, you know, the opportunity to make thirteen. You That's know, great. it just, it, it seems a little much, right? I mean, it's like this Nick Foles type of deal that we just went through. I mean, uh, you know, anyway, so yeah it's it sucks man and then you lose um you know kyle fuller right Uh, you know who who i think um it was is a good is a good corner um you know obviously pro bowler right i mean yeah Mm -hmm. you you know i great but i I mean he's got his flaws too i mean you know he likes to play deep a little bit and you know i've seen him get burnt a couple times but i mean the guy Still awesome. I mean, I think I would rather have him than not have him, and the Bears just basically gave him away for free. So you know, it's just these this chain of just getting kicked in the head as a Bears fan uh, over the last couple of weeks has been has been really fun. Yeah,
0: and I know you mentioned too about uh, some other rumors that you have heard about quarter possible quarterbacks. Number one being Andrew Luck, which surprises the hell out of me because <laughs> I think i mean i i've heard him you know before carson wentz got traded to indy i heard that you know there were rumors as well about you know um indy trying to persuade andrew luck to come out of retirement but to hear him connected to the bears man like that's a stretch like I, if he ever comes out of retirement i don't think it'll be for anybody other than the colts
1: yeah i i would tend to agree i don't really think there's any real substance to that but you know it's it's come up a couple of times i've read a few articles you know, at, uh, you hear these rumors that the Bears are possibly reaching out to, to, to Andrew Luck. And I'm like, boy, that seems, that seems like a stretch. You know, I heard the guy's very, very retired, um, from what I heard, from what you hear and what you see online and stuff. And uh, I'm like, oh, well, seems like some of the Bears would do. So, uh, yeah, um, there's still a lot of uh, speculations that there's still more work to be done. I just don't really know what they could do. They don't have any money. Um, It's like, what are you going to do? So we'll see.
0: And I know you had mentioned, speaking of not having any money, like, I mean, you know, also the possibility of picking up Sam Sam Darnold, right? So, I mean, he's still on his rookie contract, so he's pretty cheap. Um, It would be, you know, probably a a couple-year thing where they would bring him in possibly. But I I watch a lot of USC football, and, I mean, I was never really sold on Darnold as the USC quarterback. Um, And I think he's kind of proved his, you know, worth or lack thereof in New York. Um, that he's really not great. And I, I mean, you can blame it on Adam Gase when he was there and yeah, the situation yeah. and stuff say, like that. It's, so, it's,
1: it's the Jets. I mean, it, it's kind of hard for anyone to be successful there, but yeah, I mean, I, I do agree with you. Right. I mean, it's like there, there's a, there's a trend of USC quarterbacks that kind of came to the NFL and have just been, man. Oh God, they've all been awful. I mean, you go back, you know, I think Carson
0: Palmer may have been like the last decent USC quarterback I yeah, mean, you had yeah. flops like you had Matt Leinart and uh, Mark Sam- Mark Sanchez and Matt Barkley. And uh, I mean, the list goes on. And it's just, I mean, it, yeah, I watch a lot of USC football. And these guys,
1: these quarterbacks, man, they're not very good <laughs> at all. Yeah. but Well, that's where the Bears are at, though, right now. Right. You put yourself in a situation where you, you've traded away a bunch of draft picks to get Mitch. Uh, that you basically ran him out of town. Now he's with the Bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually. So funny! I read another article that um, the Bills are going to train Mitch so well this year, and he's going to do so well behind Josh Allen that he's actually going to re-sign with the Bears next <laughs> year for more money because Can he's going to go and play and learn, and then come back and be the star for the Bears. So I was like, okay, I wouldn't perfect.
0: be one. I wouldn't be one least bit surprised to be honest. I mean, it just seems like the perfect situation where you know he goes there. Josh, Josh Allen, you know, teaches them, you know, how to play quarterback and, uh, you know, then he re-signs with the Bears and, you know, they signed him to a multi-million dollar deal. <laughs> It'd be the real Bears thing to do.
1: Uh, yeah. So, you know, hey, cool. Bears. Uh, but I did see they um, signed Damien Williams. Uh, yeah. So that's former, cool. Super Bowl hero, hero right? I mean, he killed it a couple yeah. of years ago. Yeah, I think he sat out last year for COVID and was taking care of family, I believe, his mom, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, so I just saw he's got, a, I think, a one-year deal to come back and play with them. So, I mean, awesome. Uh, yeah, he was a stud in the Super Bowl. I mean, y- you know. Should have uh, been the MVP. Th- yeah, 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 I agree. <laughs> um, but but I think, uh, you know, there, there's some probably natural connections there with Nagy and the Chiefs and kind of being in that system. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens, but Hey, cool. We got some depth at running back. So that's cool. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's David Montgomery, I think is probably still going to be the lead guy, right? I mean, he, you know, was the lead guy last year, kind of had a, a spurt there during, what was it towards the end of the season where he really came on pretty strong.
1: You know, I, I I kind of go back and forth on him because it's tough because I don't think they give him enough opportunities. So it's easy to get down on them because you're like, well, the guy, he, he you know, he had 20 yards rushing and you're like, well, yeah, they only gave him two rushes. Right. You know, so it's right. like, what are you going to do with that throughout the course of the game? So it's a little tough. But when, when they use him, at, you know, he seems to find a hole and he's been he's been effective. Right. So I think. It's still the whole thing though It's like you can't put the whole package together You know, it's you got Mitch underthrown guys uh, You you know, you're not taking advantage of your wide receivers It's just uh,
0: And Cohen's still there too, right? Who? Uh, Tariq Cohen
1: Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah But he He, got uh, hurt last year Yes, yeah, it, it was uh, ACL, I think, uh, but it sounds like he's making his way back, so yeah, he should be back this year.
0: So, I, I wouldn't be surprised if one of those guys doesn't make the team then. Between Montgomery yeah. or Cohen?
1: Oh, I would say, Cole, well, I don't know, Cohen seems to have a little spot with because he likes all those little trick plays and everything like that, mm-hmm. but... Uh, Maggie also doesn't have that much of a, a leash, if any, to, if you're asking me, uh, you know, so I don't know how much trick plays you want to be doing next year. I think you just want to be going out there and, and being competitive and try to win the damn game. Yeah, man. I mean, I think Maggie and uh, Pace are like
0: dead men walking, to be honest. I mean, it, it's it's just some of the moves that they made this year or this offseason so far are very head scratching and it just seems like they're, they're you know, got one foot into the grave and the others uh, not far behind.
1: Yeah, I mean, we were talking about it earlier. I think it was last this week, last week, um, you know, just kind of how it seems like he's basically getting the opportunity to run this team into the ground or do whatever the heck he wants with it. And then he's going to get out of here and and move along. And then, you know, you're you're 10 years back because of, you know, trying to trade away draft picks and giving people crazy deals and all, you know, it's just like, boy, oh boy, it sure turned into a train wreck fast.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I'm kind of going through the same thing with the Falcons, right? Like, I mean, Thomas Dimitrov got fired, and Dan Quinn got fired, obviously, and they left this team in uh, disarray. I mean, they've had to make a lot of cuts, you know, already this offseason, and salary cap-wise, they're not in a good spot. I mean, they had to just restructure um, Matt Ryan's contract, Uh, so his cap hit was supposed to be in the range of $40 million this year, which was crazy high um but what they did was they restructured it Mm. now it's down to about 26 i think which is great and um more manageable obviously but now you add it you're adding on you know 2022 and 2023 you're adding a ton of money onto those caps you know so i just i don't know what the what the plan is there but um they did free up some money this this year and they've signed a couple guys you know nothing that's like earth shattering as far as like you know good time playmakers or anything um But, I mean, that's kind of what they have to do. They're just going to have to sign some guys that are going to, you know, hold it down for a year or two, and uh, hopefully after this uh, salary, quote-unquote, salary cap hell goes away, they'll be in a better position. But uh, Dimitrov did them no favors.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a tough spot there. Um, I was reading, which I thought was kind of interesting, and I I mean, I I can't say I watched a ton of his college game, but I did see... And a couple places that uh, that Jalen Waddell has been tied uh, to Atlanta for their pick this year at number four. And uh, I know, I mean, watching him in the national championship game, you know, he was awesome, right? Uh, coming out of Alabama, seemed to be pretty explosive. So, you know, maybe uh, add one more weapon to, uh, you know, the already, you know, the, the tools that are there. I mean, hopefully, I mean, Julio's 32 now. So you got to be kind of realistic here coming off the injury plague season. I mean, you'd love to see the guy be healthy and, you know, you you get potentially, you know, him and and Ridley, and then maybe a waddle in there that, you know, that that's kind of intriguing. That could be a fun, fun little offense for you guys.
0: Yeah. I mean, but the Falcons have had fun offenses forever for as long as I can (laughs) remember. And it's gotten them nowhere. I mean, this team needs defense, right? I mean, they can't get after the pass. You know, the 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 quarterback. They need a pass rusher. Um, the secondary is totally depleted. Like, I mean, they just need they need help on the defensive side of the ball. And if they dra- or drafted anybody um, outside of a quarterback in the first round, you know, on the offensive side, I think it would drive me. It would drive me up the wall. I can't. Like, I can't with them if they do that. <laughs> well, get ready. <laughs> I, I know split. I w- it would honestly it wouldn't surprise <laughs> me in, the, in one bit but um yeah that's they need they need to get the defensive uh side right before they do anything on the off- offensive side because I've seen similar uh with the Kyle Pitts the tight end from Florida um this guy's you know a tight end but he plays like a wide receiver and I mean he's supposed to oh, be yeah. you know like the next greatest tight end ever and I mean it seems like they you know everybody likes him but um you know, I just, I'm is not, he, uh, yeah,
1: that's not my thing. Is he the guy that just ran like a crazy 40-yard I yard think it was like 4, four time, six something or that. something. Yeah. Yeah, four yeah. four six.
0: Um, that's wild. It's yeah, that's, that's awesome. Insane.
1: I mean, that's fast, um, no yeah, doubt about yeah, it, but a little not, bit. I, I mean, don't need it on my team. Back in my day, you know, I could have done something pretty similar. That You know, a nice, uh, good four 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 six 4 ish <laughs> I got you I got you uh, hey,
0: You know I was right behind you I think I was like In yeah. the four threes I was hanging With Chris uh-huh. Johnson
1: Oh perfect Perfect um, So uh, speaking of Some irritating uh, Things and teams um, I don't know If you had recently Seen but uh, You know And I maybe transitioning To uh, our other Sport here But uh, dude Did you see that Eloy is trying To jump over Like fences again And just busted His shoulder And had to be Removed from a game Because Again, he is trying to make diving catches into the outfield. Like, what are we doing here, man?
0: Let me get this right. So he did this during a exhibition uh, spring training
1: game. Yes, leaping I did catch attempt this. over wall. Removed from game. I didn't see either. I was, but I, I got this notice and I looked at the highlight, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" And Bro. yeah, it's that that is he. He is trying to jump over the fence to make a catch and hurts his shoulder, and had to be removed from the game today. Have they said like, anything about how
0: how serious it is, or what's, what's the latest? I haven't heard anything
1: about this. No, but yeah, this was tonight, so... Oh, um, it, just, it
0: just happened today.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Wow, and you're a week out from
1: the beginning of the season.
0: Like, I mean, this is... Dude, ugh, dude it news. just,
1: it, it blows my mind. I was at the game when he went, like, karate chop flying into the left field wall, and I'm sitting there watching, it. and this, I mean, I'm telling you, this ball this ball is 20 rows deep. 20, I mean, it is gone. Like, so far gone, and he's running full speed, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, looking back, I'm like, oh, why is he still running? Is, does he know that it's gone? And now he's just running, running, and do this. Karate, like, ah, trying to catch his ball, and that's when he, like, blew his knee out. I mean, His wow. knee literally just bent backwards, and I'm like, oh my god, he's dead.
0: You and, know, and yeah, you got to so love again. the effort, right? I mean, you got to love the effort, but, um, again, it's spring training, man. Like, I mean, come on. You got to take care of your body, take care of yourself, because this team needs you. Like, you're a big piece of this team going forward for this season and for many seasons to come. And if you're that reckless, like, I, I don't I don't know what to do. I mean, do you take him out of the, the lineup and you put him as a DH? DH, man,
1: DH's ass. He is not – I mean – no, I don't know. He's a little scary in the outfield sometimes, but yeah, you're right. I mean, you need him. I mean, he's he's been pretty good uh, in spring training so far. You know, um, I think the last game that I was looking at, he had a homer and three RBIs. I know um, last night he had a couple more RBIs as well. So I, I mean, he's been hot. But yeah, you can't you can't be jumping into uh, the wall and trying to make a catch in spring training, there, buddy. Um, that's just Definitely not a smart not. move. Yeah, you got you got it. You got to know when. To, gonna chalk that up
0: (laughs) yeah but is that also on coaching too to be like listen man like you know you got to take it easy like I said like you appreciate the effort but hey don't you you can't do that like I mean is he just not listening to the coaches I mean like what is it there's obviously something going on
1: yeah I don't know what the deal is with that I mean I'm hoping that TLR gets in his ear a little bit and is like hey uh yeah let's not do that again so uh take it easy pal because, yeah. I mean, you just can't have that bat out of the
0: lineup. Definitely, definitely not. I mean, that's it's it would be devastating to the team. And, I mean, that's why I think what everybody was saying during the offseason is that if one of these star players gets hurt, there's zero depth behind these guys.
1: You yeah. Know, so you better that hope is, that everybody
0: uh... stays healthy.
1: That is true. Um, you know, I mean, I think there's definitely you know they got some team, you know, they got a team, right? I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of players on here that can hit, and they can do well. So, you know, you lose one, okay, but you know, it's a long season, right? It's baseball. You, you know, you go through a stretch where somebody's got a bad hammy, somebody gets hit in the hand with it by a pitch, uh, you know, and then Eloy runs into the fence again, and now you're down two or three players. You know, that that's. That's tough. <laughs> That's tough sledding then for that team, you know, and you're really relying on pitching, which I think, you know, they, they're, they're going to have some good pitching, you know, but speaking um, of,
0: I mean, yes. uh, let's talk about the pitching right for a second. So um, fifth starter, I think is pretty much locked down and it seems to go to, uh, to Carlos Rodon, who has been, uh, uh, I don't want to say, I don't want to say lights out uh, this spring training, but he's been pretty
1: damn good. No, he's, he's been good, man. Um, I'm, I'm happily surprised with how he's doing. But, you know, again, I mean, I think we are talking about through the week. It's kind of, it's a lot different situation. You're not asking him to come in in game three of the playoffs and come in and shut down an inning, right? You, you know, you're like, hey, listen, that was probably not the best way to get you back and going. So let's just play a little bullpen toss. We'll get you in here and just warm you up like, you know, normal routine. And uh, it seems to be working, right? And you got a new pitching coach in there, Um, you know, no more Tommy John special, Don Coop. Um, (laughs) So, well, even though I was
0: thinking about this the other day, so you probably saw it too, um, Jimmy Cordero, right? So he just went down with TJ. And um, I was like, well, sleeve Don was, Cooper's sleeve not even, was
1: probably too tight, man. The sleeve was tight tight in tight. his and arm I was like, kind of hurt hurt his elbow. Probably." Don
0: Cooper's not even the pitching coach of this team anymore, and they're still getting guys <laughs> going down with uh, TJ.
1: Yeah, no, it's um, uh, not 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 great. So, but you know, hey, good for good for Rodon. I'm glad to see that he's uh, you know pitching well. I mean, that bodes well for the team, right? And giving you some options for later on, right? I mean, give some opportunities for some of these younger guys, you know, get some reps in the bullpen and, um, you know, and, and kind of work their way into the lineup as needed. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I mean, I'm, I'm glad I'm happy for Carlos. Like I, I know people, a lot of Sox fans, you know, bag on, on Rodon and they're not a really big fan, but I've always liked Carlos, um, he seems like a good dude. So, I mean, it's just I'm, I'm happy for him. And hopefully this this translates over into the regular season. That's that's what everybody wants, I think.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely, right? Because I think having him, you know, coming in, that gives Lopez some time to do his thing, kind of figure things out, you know, um, get in a groove. And then you can kind of just rely on, your, you know, Giolito, Keiko, Lynn. I mean, those those, you know, that's... That's some veteran power right there, right? And Giolito is just, I mean, he's looked fantastic Mm -hmm. so far. Sure has. And Um, by all accounts, seems to just want to step on everyone's throat this year. And, you know, like every time I hear a quote from him, he's just like, I want to crush everyone. Well, which I think uh, is, you
0: know, the the right attitude that you want to have. Yeah, I love it. This is the season where you want to go in. You want to step on people's throats, man. You want to be able to. You know take no well take no prisoners really and just you know kick everybody's ass throughout the entire season
1: yeah no i agree so yeah it'd be fun man uh you know even uh a guy who i've had some some doubts with um nick madrigal seems to Mm. be coming along and making some strides which i was hoping for as well um, so that's, that's cool to see, you know, I, I think, you know, if he can kind of continue to make some strides in that, you know, in a good direction, it'll be a fun season, buddy. Yeah. I'm looking forward to
0: it. I, I don't think I mentioned this, um, but it seemed like, or it seems like that the, uh, the Ronaldo Lopez experience is pretty much over. I know that they, um, reassigned him. I think to, what is it like the mini camp or something like that. So I don't think he's going to be making the opening day roster. Yeah, no. Yeah, which so. which is is fine. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've fine. seen enough. I mean, it, I've had enough is enough. Like, I just don't think that this guy, I don't think he gets it. You know. Um. So yeah, it's time. And I mean, the bullpen without him will be just fine. I mean, you guys, you got guys like Crochet and Cody Howard
1: and yeah. Uh, um. Who else am I missing? Um, well, Crochet and Hendricks. I think you get those two guys as like your whatever eighth and ninth inning. And, I mean, and yeah, you still got Bummer in there too, right? I mean, don't we have yeah, Bummer? You know, we got bummer, I mean, bummer sitting back there. Um, oh, you got, how can uh, I forget Kopech? about Kopech? Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. Gonna say, you
1: got Kopech. So you know, um, there's some there's some arms. Matt Foster's in there. Evan Marshall. I mean, both those guys are pretty effective. So I mean, that bullpen is pretty damn good, uh, you know. So uh, you know, I think with that lineup, hey, you know, we'll we'll, we'll be competitive, right? You got the Twins. But, um, you know, the Twins will be interesting. I know that's kind of like the favorite. But, I mean, you know, you got Donaldson, who's, who's definitely guaranteed a trip onto the, onto the DL or the IL uh, at some point. Um, and, and Nelson Cruz, I mean, you know, yeah. The ageless wonder. Run, but, I mean, at some point, right? Maybe Right? Yeah. Come on. At some you point. You'll think that
0: the wheels have to fall off at some point.
1: Uh, Although we keep saying that about Brady and, you know, hey, Brady keeps winning Super Bowls. You're like, yeah, at some point he's going to suck.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, next year, I think, is definitely the year that he falls off. But we'll we'll talk about that later, I think. (laughs) Um, Just kind of expanding a little bit on the baseball stuff, right? So um, Chicago is allowing 20% capacity for opening day and for all home games, which is cool. So. It'll be nice to get some fans back in the stadium. I think that's uh, what a little over eight thousand people for uh, for um, White Sox Park, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. I know they. Uh, I we usually they do like a mini plan, um, and we don't you know, get like a thirteen game plan or something like that. And we've done that the last couple years. Last year, obviously, didn't get a chance to. So they're reaching out and said the same thing, right? Twenty percent. You know, we'll see. I don't know about this year. It's just going to be tough. I think there's a lot going on just uh, for us, right, like trips and everything else going on. But I, I would like to get to, you know, some games if, if, if possible. Um, it sounds like throughout the year they might expand that. right? And um, I know here in Illinois it's supposed to be the COVID vaccine available for everyone on May 1st. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hey, if, uh, you know, we're able to, you know, knock that out and, you know, go see a game with 10,000 people and spread out. I mean, I you know, I'd go to a game or two, you know. Um, and then I think I think 2022, I'd probably be ready to go. And, uh, you know, at that point, hey, let's let's get after it. And, and by that point, they should be defending their their World Series win from 2021. And uh, like it'd be it. great. So,
0: yeah, I'm, I'm all on board uh, with the, your train of thought there. Uh, for, on all fronts. I mean, number one, um, it would be great to get back out to a game. Um, you know, I, I miss going to the ballpark. I went to a spring training game uh, yeah, a couple saw weeks that. ago. So that was cool. I mean, just being able to get outside and drink a couple beers and watch some baseball. Um, you know, we saw the Yankees and the Pirates. Uh, so, you know, crazy Yankee fans. Uh, they play in Tampa during spring. And uh, yep. people dressed up like, you know, a judge for Aaron Judge. And, uh, you know, Yankees fans, you know, they're, they're a good time. It was a lot of fun. So, almost got killed with a foul ball uh, that we didn't see coming. So, that was fun. Um, but, yeah, well, just a good time to be back out there.
1: Yeah, we're actually, uh, I think we're going to the Boomers. The old oh, Schaumburg, Schaumburg Boomers. Yeah, oh, I go. think we're going mm-hmm. to their opening day. Yeah. Uh, so... Landon's coach has some connections to the team, and I think we're going to be uh, going to check out the, the Boomers, potentially. And that's a fun time. We've been to a few games over there. So I was just little... going to say,
0: do you remember the one time that we went? I think it was like a bacon fest.
1: Yes. And we had, like,
0: front row seats that we paid, like, $20 <laughs> for and had the best time. It was so much fun.
1: Oh, it was great. I think it was, like, $3 lineys that night. You know, you get some oh, summer yep. shandies and bacon all night long. It was perfect, man. Yeah, it was a good time. Absolutely,
0: I mean that sounds like a good time. Um,
1: I, still yeah, shirt, mm-hmm. I still have my orange shirt, man. I still have my orange shirt. You know, I think Jamie
0: does somewhere. I know I don't have mine anymore. I, I couldn't. I mean, with the, as many moves as we've made um since then, I can't, you know, I can't track it down, but I think she may still have hers.
1: Oh, perfect. Yeah. Well, hey man, actually I may have another one, so I'll, I'll dig one out for you. And, yeah, uh, man, uh, you have you up, it I got, got, got spare.
0: Yeah, send it over to me.
1: I'll cut the sleeves I'll off of it. Definitely, we're the
0: Schaumburg Boomers. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple other things, you know, related to uh, to baseball this year too. Um, so they're not doing the universal DH and the expanded playoffs. What well, I mean, I know that I was a big fan of the expanded playoffs last year, but yeah, had it had it been just the traditional format, the White Sox would have moved on because they won that first game right so or did they lose no they won the first game um yeah so i mean i loved the the expanded you know the extra games but the traditional side of you know of me was like man if it just would have stayed the way it was they would have been they would have advanced um and the dh i mean i think um you know the universal dh is a good thing too i I mean you, you can never have you know too many hitters in your lineup you know, for the National League, it, it would have given different, you know, guys a um, a destination that they may not have wanted to go to or been able to go to these free agents if the, the Universal DH was still in, in play this year.
1: Yeah, I think, um, I, you know, I'm kind of with that, right? I think there's it's an evolution of the game. Um, you know, certainly there are some pitchers that can hit really well, but for the most part, they're, they're not that great at it. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, and, and a lot of times, too, like, I don't want my multi-million dollar pitcher, Lucas Giolito, going out there and getting rocked by it, some random pitch in the seventh inning, right? I mean, like, that just, it, it seems silly to me. So, you know, let, let your hitters hit, and, uh, you know, it's kind of like the NFL protect the quarterback a little bit, uh, you know, in a sense. The universal DH to me kind of seems like, you know, you protect your, your you're in the pitcher a little bit and, you know, let them pitch. Um, I, you know, I know that's not the purest way or maybe not the popular opinion, but to me it seems like a, a, a good evolution of the game um, and I don't really have any issues with it. Yeah, I'm kind
0: of on board with your thinking like, you know, let the pitchers
1: pitch and the hitters hit,
0: um, you know, but maybe there are pitchers. Look, look at a guy like uh, Otani, right? oh um, yeah, yeah 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 you know that can that can do both but I mean he's just he's a very rare breed where you're not gonna see that very often
1: man who knows i mean kids these days are crazy I see these videos all the time of these like you know kids doing crazy trick shots and everything else and hitting batting and everything all you know and and pitching in, in the same game so you know I, I'd like to think that you know there's he's pretty he's pretty rare definitely right now but I think there's a uh, there's some kids coming that are probably going to be doing that a lot more. Baseball will be pretty interesting over the next 30 years or something, I'm sure. Well, I'm
0: sure even even then the game is probably going to change so much. I mean, it's it may not look the same as it does now 30 years from now. I mean, who knows where we'll be and what's going to happen for
1: sure. Yeah, yeah. No, but I think, um, you know, we'll see. I'm excited for the season. You know, it's uh, some different changes, right? Like you said, I, I, you know, I did like the expanded you know playoff a little bit. Um, But hey, you know, um, I just, you know, I want the Sox to get in and uh, not get out in the first round. So that would be ideal this year for me. You know what
0: I'm going to miss the most or what I do miss the most um, about going to White Sox games is tailgating.
1: Yeah. I love the tailgates,
0: man. I mean, going out there, you know, there's nothing better than bringing your own grill, making your own food, drinking your own beer, having a good time, playing some bags, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, I do miss the tailgates and I miss the good food
1: we have had some times in the White Sox uh, parking lot, man. It's 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 fun. Um, you know, I I, I enjoy it too. I mean, now having the kids, you know, it's it's kind of nice where you know you can get in there, you tailgate, you set up. You know, we could play catch out there. They can you know do some do their thing. Um, you know, then walk right in the stadium. You know, it's, it's so it's fun that way. But you, know, you get a crew out there, you bring the grills, you bring some speakers, you got bags. You know, it's awesome. I mean, and, and Listen, I know we're both Sox fans. I, you know, we've had some fun times up in, in Wrigley. And, I, you know, I know that Wrigleyville is its own thing. I mean, I think, you know, it's definitely an experience. If you haven't done it, right, go and do your Wrigleyville thing and, and, and check out, the you know, their stadium and everything else. But I got to tell you, I'm partial uh, to, the, to the tailgating and, and just having that opportunity to sit outside and hang with people and a little bit more relaxed atmosphere than, uh, you know, having some – people spilling beers on you and stuff and you're parking in, in, in the bar you're parking but, uh, in somebody's garage yeah yeah oh yeah for like yeah, two hundred dollars and uh yeah. you know parking in someone's garage or whatever <laughs>
0: no easy outs over there that's for sure oh,
1: yeah, no so yeah i do think that that is something that's a lot of fun man you know and that that'll be a good time but you know i think it'll be It'll be cool to see baseball this year with just fans in general, right? I think that was mm-hmm. something that was re- really weird last year was like fake fans on the Fox broadcast and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. It's like, you know, it takes, an I mean, it just takes an element out of the game. So I think that'll be fun just to have fans back. It was kind of like that with football too, right? Where you started to get, you know, Kansas City games where people are there and you're like, all right, this is, you, you start to get the fans back into it. It really, you know, it juices up the game a little bit, I think
0: agreed a hundred percent um and speaking of the tailgates the biggest part is the food um and i want to talk about you know some of our food experiences uh lately um yeah what's going on i know that you said you've been making uh some things and i know pulled pork was one of them that's uh how'd that go and what'd you do
1: yeah yeah so um i did make some pulled pork the other weekend and it went really well man i um as you know, we kind of, I use the Camp Chef, uh, so hate on me, whatever, I don't care. It's awesome, I love it. It makes really good barbecue, um, so. Listen, we'll so, get into that in a
0: second because I, you know, I've, I've flopped, flip and flopped from the egg to the Camp Chef too, so we'll get into that in a second. But yeah, what about the pulled pork?
1: Yeah, so this time what I actually, I mean, I didn't really do anything too crazy. Uh, basically just, um, you know, I, I did some brown sugar on there, but this time I actually used some coffee grounds as well, right? And kind of made like a, a little rub out of that. And then um, shout out to my buddy Adam Erickson. He makes these uh, this really good barbecue rub uh, that uh, the nickname for it is called Man Sprinkles. Which is, I mean, it, it's really, a, it's a perfect name for it, right? Because they're just delicious. And I put it on pretty much, I mean, you can put it on anything. But uh, barbecue, it's awesome. So I did this like little mix with his stuff um the brown sugar coffee did that at like 225 it was like a huge shoulder i think it was like only like six pounds so it didn't take forever but um i think i did 225 about 10 hours and then like the last whatever like you know two hours i think i did it wrapped in foil with uh a little bit of coffee a little bit of coca-cola and then uh some vinegar and stuff and just kind of let it do its thing and, yeah, it was freaking good, man. It was just really, really good meat. <laughs> well, that sounds amazing.
0: Well, like, first of all, I, I know I said this last time, but your buddy Adam needs to send me some of these uh, man sprinkles. Oh, yeah. So this way I can try some of this on our stuff down here because, I mean, I can't say that it's good because I've never had it. So I need to give an honest review for Mr. Uh, Mr. Adam's man sprinkles.
1: Hey, Adam, you hear that? Send, uh, send Brian some man sprinkles and my supplies run a little bit low too. So while you're at it, you might as well shoot some out this way as well. Right? Yeah. That's I'll funny. have to, I'll, I'll give you the
0: address. I'll give you the address <laughs> offline for, uh, for yeah. um, but no, I mean, that's, that sounds really good, man. I mean, that's uh pulled pork is so good and it's so easy too. I mean, it's low maintenance. I mean, you really don't have to do anything. You know, you make, you put your rub together, you put your, you know, your, um, Your like you said your your rub your sauce you know that kind of stuff let it go for six seven eight hours and it's you shred it apart and it's good to go man throw some throw it on some sandwiches and you're set.
1: Yeah, it is definitely one of like the more like and not like I don't want to say entry level, but it seems like hey, when people get a smoker or when you have a smoker, it's kind of like one of like the go to meals, right? Pork shoulder, and you can also find a pork shoulder for usually a pretty good deal. You know, you can go to the grocery store and get a pork shoulder on sale. Most of the time, Where like a brisket. You're probably spending, you know, at least 20, 30, 40 bucks. I mean, even more than that, depending on you know, how big and quality of it right on a brisket or something like that. So, yeah, pork is fun, man. You can do a lot with it.
0: I'll tell you, I think one of the more satisfying things is, is when you take the pork off the, the, the smoker, and you pull the bone out, and it just like falls out. I mean, it's so easy to just pull out. I mean, that's probably one of the most satisfying things to me, because it's like, man, I did this right, and this is going to be amazing. You're like, boom, (laughs) nailed it. Then I mean, yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Then you're like, yes,
0: I nailed this recipe, and this is going to be delicious, and everybody's going to love it.
1: Absolutely. No, that is. That is fun, man. I love when I have, like, a slab of ribs or something like that. Like you said, man, you can just kind of – you jiggle that bone a little bit, and you're like, ooh, that's a winner. We got a mm-hmm. winner. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. So, um, but did uh, you, I, what didn't you make some uh, – yeah, I was going to say, I didn't did you so, make some uh, something recently? I did. Um, I did.
0: So I did pork belly burnt ends oh, right. um, a that's few weeks ago, which, I mean, turned out really good. I mean, and those, they're really simple, too. I mean, it's it's so easy. You just get your – Your pork belly, you cube it up into, you know, not small squares, you want them big enough because it's gonna shrink down a little bit. But, you know, you put them in a big bowl, you put some olive oil in there, then you put your rub, you kind of just mix them around a little bit. Let that sit for uh, a few hours. Um, Heat up your smoker to high smoke. Uh, Threw them on for the first time, um, just directly on the grate uh, for about two and a half hours. Um, Hold them off, put them in a tin pan, and then I chopped up uh, about a half a stick of butter, kind of just layer it over, you know, the, the 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 burnt ends, and then you put your brown sugar on. Then you put it back on the smoker for about an hour and a half. Uh, that's when everything kind of starts to like you get this caramelization and like this glaze.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yep. you
0: know. So I mean, it really starts the to look good good. And then, exactly. So while that's going on, then you do your uh, you do your sauce. So last time I did a maple um, bourbon. Maple bourbon sauce. So what I did Ooh, was, it was I just used sweet baby. I just used sweet baby rays, but then I took uh, two. I think it was like two teaspoons of maple syrup and two teaspoons of bourbon, and I just put it in a little saucepan. You heat it up till it starts to boil, and then when you take them off, they take the burnt ends off. That last time, you just drizzle the um, you drizzle the sauce over the top, then you put it back on for I think like ten minutes. And I mean, you take them off, and these things, I'm telling you, man, they're like little candy meat drops they're
1: so yeah i'm gonna say little little nice coating on there you got that candied outside and everything just all caramelized and delicious and nice chunk of meat in the middle yeah it sounds pretty good i mean i've done everything uh
0: from you know briskets like you said to pork shoulders to pork belly to wings to you know you make your own jerky i mean you've you've you know done more than i have um but yeah man this is it's it's a fun hobby um to have for sure and i like I said, you know, I, I've switched, uh, made the switch to a Camp Chef recently myself, and uh, I'm a big fan. I know, um, I think I told you this a couple weeks ago, that my buddy Mike, you know, he's a big um, Komodo Joe slash Green Egg fan. And uh, he calls it cheating, um, oh, yeah, which I guess yeah. technically, technically it is because it's so low maintenance that you really don't have to do anything. Um, but man, I mean i i the flavor's great the the ease of use I mean you can walk away from it and it just automatically you know keeps its temperature where with the egg in the Komodo Joe, you constantly have to babysit you know you're making sure your temperatures don't spike or drop too much, and you know messing with your daisy wheel to make sure your temperature's right um so yeah, I'm a big fan of the camp chef
1: man, love it i you know i I get it you know make fun of it right hey listen it's cheating it's a convection oven for adult men um all good totally fine with that and i will accept that because like you said make some damn good meat and uh you know if you want to call it a you know an easy bake oven for dudes that's fine <laughs> that's fine i haven't come heard that one come- yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's like one of the other ones I heard. So but uh, come over and try some of my barbecue. And, uh, you know, if you if you really don't like it, then, uh, you know, hey, listen, good for you. But uh, I have a feeling you probably gonna like it. And, uh, you know, it's all good, right? Everyone has their own lane. But uh, I love this thing. It's super easy to work with, man. So, um, you know, makes some good food. You know what pairs well with good meats is good drinks.
0: That is true. What are we we drinking lately, man? What are you
1: liking? Uh, Currently, I have a Coors Light, and that is. Oh, well, I mean, that's a classic. That's going down smooth right now, I (laughs) got (laughs) to (laughs) tell you. But, man, you know, for me right now, so over the winter, um, I was, you know, I had, you know, stouts are a little bit over the winter for me, but I've been getting into like IPAs a little bit, and. kind of similar right now for me in the spring we're still kind of on that ipa train so 18th street they're out of like hammond indiana i've been liking a few of their beers but uh they got a, a deal they get deal with the devil which is really good um a nice ipa out of there so you know and then always liking the daisy cutter and you know stuff like that out of half acre but uh, what about you man you got anything uh special that's uh you've been liking recently
0: well, first, I want to say that I do, you know, miss uh, three Floyds, um, oh, you know, up there in Monster. Talk um, about f- Indiana good food
1: and good drinks. I mean, that place dude, the, was the, really the, good. The pub is closed. Yeah, uh, at yeah, least the, as far the, as the, I heard. <laughs> so no more food uh, offerings there, which is too bad last, because they like you I said, heard, their yeah. stuff is really good. However, Eighteenth uh, Street that I just mentioned, I believe they do have a brew house with food options. So. Okay. And they're just down the street from where Three Floyds is. So if you're ever in the area, I guess you could always check that out. But I've never been there. So
0: Well, I do plan on getting back to Illinois sometime this year. Um, so hopefully, you know, maybe Road we can take train. a trip over. Yeah, we could take a trip over and do it. But as Buy far as anything fire, else, fire, like fireworks me, man, and beer. Been, I mean, what's wrong with that? I mean, see, I, nothing can go wrong there, right? <laughs> <laughs> glass of fireworks sounds uh, safe to me. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, perfect. No, I so mean, as far as anything else, uh, so... Hazy IPAs, um, I've nice. been into. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, New England style hazies. Uh, I don't know why. I think it's just, you know, the flavors of them. I don't know if it's more citrusy to me, but um, yeah. one of your favorites, I know I told you this a few weeks ago, um, you love Reef Donkey, right? By Tampa yes. Bay Brewing Company. Yes. Um, so they just came out with the Cloudy Donkey, uh, which is a hazy IPA. Um, and theirs is really good. So, I mean, I've really enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, a lot of beer. Um, you know, I mean, it's coming up to the hot season down here in Florida. So, I mean, the beers are going to be going down like water. You'll um, be flowing. You know, soon. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm telling you, like, as soon as I get done with my yard work, man, I'm going out there, you know, mowing the lawn, taking care of all the yard. I come back and I'm like, I'm ready to drink, you know, whatever is in the refrigerator that's cold. And I'll grab one of those Miller or Coors lights. Those things don't stand a chance. It's so good. What's you against your lips? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's it's hard to beat, you know, a good cold beer on a hot ass day. That's for sure. Um, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's, that's, that's it. That's what I'm into. Not really. I haven't drank too much whiskey or anything lately though. No, I've been kind of off the whiskey train for some
1: reason. Me neither. It's been mostly beer recently. Um, I mean, we did some whiskey and stuff over the winter, you know, but yeah, it's just, you know, I've been doing a lot of whiskey, you know, but like I said, mostly just beer, you know, it's been kind of nicer weather, you know, finally getting into like some fifties and sixties up here. So yeah, just, uh, that's been it. But, yeah, there's definitely been a lot of hazies I've seen around. Um, I actually have one outside. I forget the, who's made it, but it's pretty good. It's uh, – I got it because of Leah because there's a big unicorn on that can, but it's actually pretty good. It's okay. like u- it's unicorn sparkles or something like that. And it's a hazy IPA, and it, uh, it's pretty darn good. That sounds good. Um,
0: yeah, the last thing I did with whiskey. So, for Christmas, Jamie got me this gift. Um, it's for like a, a quarterly um, – subscription where you get to choose like a full did I tell you about this before but if I did I, I it was a quarterly subscription where you get to choose like one full bottle um of their selection and they give you a option to pick a sampler so they'll give you three little like vials with sample of you know either different whiskeys or different vodkas different um tequilas you know I mean it's just it was really cool so that was the last thing that I got and I had um I think i should be getting my second bottle coming up so i know you know once i get that i'll let you know you know what i get then and you know let you know how that is but um oh yeah, yeah I wonder, really we'll, we'll expect it. the
1: review yeah
0: absolutely um the last bottle that i had was really good um but i can't think of the name of it off of the top of my head it was really light um not too not too you know not bitter but um what's the word that I'm looking for? Just not very harsh to drink. It was very smooth, very easy drinking. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to picking out my next bottle for that, for sure.
1: Nice. Yeah. I, uh, I got a little bit of some high West that I'll be bringing up to the cabin this weekend. Uh, so I'm disappearing up North for a couple of days just to get up there. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to be bringing some high West with me and, uh, you know, might enjoy a cocktail out in the back patio and, uh, yeah. Soak in the woods for the weekend. So yeah, it'll be a... Uh, I, might, I might have some whiskey up that way. Usually do there, when I'm up nothing north. nothing wrong with that. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> is there, uh, there anything going on? Or are you just going up there to, to hang out for the weekend?
1: Uh, yeah. Landon and I are just getting out for the weekend. So uh, it's going to be a uh, dad and son dude weekend. And uh, we're going to drive up Friday He's got uh, like spring break going into next week. So, you know, we figured what the heck, let's get out of here. So uh, got some turkey hunting coming up in May. So we're gonna get some cameras out and start scouting for some turkey spots. Uh, the golf course is opened up there. So, you know, in between some of our bow shooting practice and uh, moving some tree stands around and hanging cameras, we're gonna get a couple rounds of golf in and then uh, you know, I don't know, man. We'll we'll do whatever the heck we want to do up there. Really is is what we're gonna do. I think. <laughs>
0: so. I mean, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. That sounds great. Um, really, I will you know? be um, I will be in uh, a tropical destination with yeah, a you bunch son of, of a gun, man. Yeah. Uh, so we're going. We leave tomorrow for uh, Cabo San Lucas, and yeah, I am gone for one full week. Um, so yeah, I'm actually I'm really looking forward to this. All inclusive. Swim up bars,
1: sports oh, bars.
0: You know, I'll be able to keep up with the uh, keep up with the rest of the tournament. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's uh, I'm looking forward to. We both got some stuff going on.
1: That'll be fun, man. Yeah, it's nice to get away. So I think, uh, yeah, it should be a good time to reset here a little bit, and then uh, you know, get back to it. And then uh, you know, before I know it, we'll be doing a podcast live uh, together. My guess is, you know, I'll be uh, we'll be done in. Uh, In Florida ways here in a couple weeks, so I'm looking forward to that. Would actually be
0: really cool to do that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm hoping we can get together for that, and uh, you know, we'll record a little live in person, uh, you know, podcast for everyone. So that'll be uh, absolutely more more to come there, but uh, we'll uh, we'll put something together for everyone
0: for sure. So I guess the last couple things that we got, you know, um, how's your bracket doing? I know we're in the middle of uh, March Madness, so how's how's your bracket look?
1: Busted! Busted! As all yeah, be. I think
0: I'm still in pretty decent shape. I lost uh, I lost Illinois, obviously, in my final, but I have Michigan um, as my champ, so uh, they're still hanging in there. And uh, they, I think they play either tomorrow or Friday. So hopefully, I'll be able to catch the catch the game while I'm down in Cabo. We'll see what happens.
1: No, I went full Homer Oklahoma State all the way to the house. Oh boy! Yeah, Yeah, that that, uh, that did not pan out. So. Um, <laughs> You know, and the, and the rest of my bracket pretty much looked like that I hadn't watched a single second of college basketball up until the tournament and picked my brackets.
0: Which and, you didn't, uh,
1: though. Yeah, I hadn't watched a single second of college basketball up until that point. And so, you know, the results were somewhat expected. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, but I did get the chance to watch a little bit of basketball over the weekend, so that was fun. I mean the games have been good you know i know when i don't yeah, watch a definitely. ton of college basketball during the regular season but um to me this has been a pretty good or at least competitive uh tournament so
0: yeah i'm loving it i mean the games have been great i mean you've had some some really nice upsets and you know some double digit seeds going to the sweet 16 you know making it out of the first couple of rounds so i'm excited for that it should be a good uh good rest of the tournament the the rest of the way out so i'm looking forward to it
1: yeah, yeah. So we'll see how it pans out. But uh, yeah, bracket, totally busted. Not uh, not winning any money there. That was a uh, complete donation to all of the people I'm doing brackets with. So you're welcome. Well, luckily, mine was free
0: so far. But oh, nice. The, the prize for the first place winner is a bottle of liquor of their choice. Ooh. So I'm still in the running. And as of right now, I am in the lead. So let's just hope this keeps up and I'll be able to uh, to pick myself a nice bottle of whiskey.
1: Man, so you could be having two bottles of whiskey coming your way with your club package and uh, potentially a uh, bracket winner. Man.
0: Damn straight. Damn straight.
1: Life is tough awesome. to you, Brian. Yeah, man. I mean, what are you going to do, you know? <laughs> um,
0: but no, I think that pretty much wraps it up for today, man. I'm going to be out of town for opening day, though, which sucks um so i'm gonna have to try to watch uh white Sox baseball remotely um but yeah i'm excited for opening day it's right around the corner and i'm looking forward
1: to it so i'll see what i can do while i'm out there in cabo you better make sure you get your home run derby picks in bro ah
0: thank you for the reminder because i would
1: have totally forgotten
0: about that um so opening day is april 1st absolutely Uh, yes i will have to make sure that i get the home run derby picks in and, and we'll uh,
1: explain home run derby next time around everyone it's a uh, it's a fun game absolutely that, this uh, was, brian and i are going on so uh you'll yeah enjoy this, this was one.
0: justin's justin's brainchild and it's actually a lot of fun so we enjoy doing it um on
1: a yearly basis and
0: that's something that we'll talk about on our next episode
1: all right buddy well hey man uh have a great time in mexico enjoy this is fun i uh it's been a long week man i uh am not gonna lie i was very tired coming into the podcast and uh i'm glad we did it because it was it was a nice like stress relief just to uh to chat for, while, for a little while man yes yeah. to shoot the shit for a little bit man so this was uh, much needed and so i hope you have a good time out there and uh We'll, we'll reconnect when you get back, and I'm back from the cabin, and I'm sure we'll have all kinds of new stories and uh, shit to talk about. Absolutely, and uh, I think with that,
0: episode 2.5 is in the books. You have fun up in the cabin, man, and we'll talk soon.